Today's podcast is brought to you by Audible.com. Get a free audiobook download at audiblepodcast.com slash sorgatronmedia. Over 75,000 titles to choose from for your iPod, iPhone, or MP3 player. I'm getting awesome! You're getting awesome! We're getting awesome! Yeah, that's what I said now! Welcome, our new robot overlords. This is the awesome cast. I'm your host in the studio on the board. I'm back. I'm not dead. You are not dead. I'm yes. not dead yes. yet. Yeah. Uh, Sork here. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's so good to be back. It's hey, so good. I did good it's, And get some for you. sleep. Chachi, you did a great job last week keeping things going. Thanks, AJ, for stro- dropping by and doing a rundown yeah. for last week. And then uh, with us, as always is our awesome compatriot, Rob De La Creta. How you doing? Uh, I'm okay. You know, I'm actually coming to you from a, uh, what is this? This The computer I'm on right now is maybe, I think it's less than a year old. It's like six months old or something. Ooh. Maybe, uh, I don't know. It's pretty new. It's one of the unibodies. I have a, uh, a three-year-old mid-2008 Penryn MacBook Pro, which is in the hands of the Apple Repair Center. Oh! <laughs> What happened? It is, a, it is a sad week. Well, my Apple Care expires in like fifteen days, okay. and I had a couple a couple things just like getting worse. Mm-hmm. So I decided it was time to uh, give in and give up my MacBook. Mm-hmm. So I went to the MacBook, the the, the Apple Store, and talked to uh, a very nice genius and uh, traded my very expensive laptop for a very nice piece of paper. Uh, my my disk drive is broken. Uh, my, uh, my battery is completely worthless and I've got this cool thing that I've never seen before on a display. It's not dead pixels. It's like a cloudy back panel. It's almost like the backlight is bleeding through, but it just looks cloudy along the side. So they call me today and they're like, Hey, so we can fix everything else. But yeah, funny story about that display. So we call that a cosmetic defect, uh, and it won't be covered so that'll cost you $1,200 plus hat. Oh, jeez. Holy shit. You know how much that laptop was when I bought it brand new? It was uh, $1,499. So we're not fixing that, is what you're yeah. saying. Yeah. I, I, he said that, and all I could respond with was, <laughs> wow. <laughs> <laughs> and he responded with, yeah, tell me about it. <laughs> well, at least he, was, he seems like a cool guy and... He understood that you weren't going to pay twelve hundred dollars to fix it. I mean, they know. They know. Yeah, they know. I'm not going to. I mean, if I'm bringing in a three year old laptop for service, there's no way I'm putting down twelve hundred bucks for a display. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's one thing with the Apple geniuses. I think since since they do have like that limited, you know, uh, uh, array of machines, they know the story. You know, going oh, yeah. into it. That's one of the yeah. nice things about them versus the Geek Squad. I think. So, yeah. I mean, they have an opportunity to be like, yeah, I actually do know everything about an Apple because we have three models. So, there you go. Yeah. Going from there. So, aside from that, Rob. <laughs> <laughs> aside from that, I'm hunky-dory. I was actually supposed to be, uh, wow, hold on. I've got a stupid Justin TV thing. Hearing myself talk. Yeah, we started uh, getting ads this week, I noticed, while we were doing the Chachi plays. So, bear with that a little bit. So... Uh, yeah, it turns out my boss realized that I should have been in Vegas next week, but, uh, I'm still not going to Vegas, so there's that. 
I, I am going in. Um, uh, I'm currently units that I've built are at a show in San Diego. I'm going to Orlando, Chicago, Ontario, and a bunch of other places between here and like April. So we'll see. Tremendous, tremendous. Wow. And of course, in studio as usual is Chachi. Hi guys. Hey Chachi, what's behind you there? A big ass check. <laughs> No, I'm not kidding. It's a giant pack. There you go. Is <laughs> it taped to the wall? No, I had it stuck behind the couch so it stopped falling. Nobody can hear you, but oh no, because <laughs> the check is in front of your face. No, I had it. I had it clipped down by okay. the couch because okay. it kept falling forward and hit me in the head. Oh yeah. So, yeah. but yeah, that's a big check from our friends at Games are are for idiots. Yeah, GamesAreForIdiots.com. They do a weekly video game podcast. Yes. It's yes. Awesome. So, Chachi Plays was this past weekend? Yes, it was. Uh, the event was a huge success. Rob was there. Yeah, I was. Mike for was a short there. period. I was there. I was around. Mike was there for the entire thing. That's right. Me. Yeah. Um, yeah. So was his brother, Matt, and I couldn't thank them enough for that. Um, we ended up raising $3,007.79. So, nice. that's over the $2,400 goal that I had set. Mm-hmm. So... Yeah, it was good. It was tremendous. It was a good time. You it started was. off with the Freak Show guys <laughs> and Sally Wigan yeah. uh, playing. <laughs> I, I can't tell you what Sally said <laughs> when she came in because of the show rating. Yes. But I, I can tell you that A, I didn't expect it. Yeah, yeah. And B, it was hilarious. It was, uh, she was very excited that Duke Nukem was being played yes. at the moment. <laughs> she was fantastically excited about that. <laughs> <laughs> the best was when, uh, though, was when uh, uh, Mikey from the Freak Show uh, convinced her that uh, if she oh, held down the A button oh, and sure. waved the Xbox controller around during Madden, it, it would turn, turn into a Wii controller. Uh, that was pretty tremendous. And I kid you not, but for a good 15 to 20 seconds, she sat there with that A button down going, and then realized what he said. She's like, she's like did I do it? <laughs> like, I just wanted to see if you'd do it. Yeah. And you did. <laughs> so I, I wanted to point out here, um, our, our good friend Malengo uh, did, did a comic uh, in today's uh, Carbon Copied Squared is the name of his comic now, by the way. <coughs> There's oh, a name change. He changed it. And there's a rendition of Chachi right there. Apparently, and he sh- I asked, I was like, well, that was, that's, that was a really interesting drawing of Chachi. I was sorry for your audio listeners. Uh, go to carboncopysquared.com if you want to check this out. And we, we have a link to chachiplays.com. Um, it, you it, know, it's not that bad. It's not a bad rendition. You no. got an interesting uh, uh, pronounced chin going on. Right. He got this from a picture that he took during the event. <laughs> It's not that it. bad. Man, make it from there, but it looks like none of the rest of his characters. Yeah. <laughs> so I thought that was pretty good, right there. I so. can't wait to see if he makes a uh, a reoccurring appearance. Yeah. But uh, can you put up the one that uh, Mitch did? Yeah, yeah. I was going to bring that up next. Mitch Donnerberger, that was been on the show before a couple times, I think. Yeah. Uh, he he sent us this during the event. Uh, for a little bit of inspiration, I got to pass along to you on the iPad. Right. So, and that was that was pretty much the feeling about the time he sent it, right? Yeah. <laughs> so. Yeah, because he he sent it Saturday, and yeah, that's pretty much how I was feeling at the time. Mm-hmm. Um, there was a particular game choice 
about half. NASCAR. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Thanks, Rob. Um, that that Rob. killed me. Yeah, yeah. Well, I, I could I could tell you. Well, you were. It was like the third hour from the end. Yeah. It, it, there was like yeah. four, three or four hours left to go in the event. Mm-hmm. I, I hit, hit a stride, and I was doing good thanks to game choices. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And then I start playing that, and I'm turning left for an hour. <laughs> uh, I felt so bad when I walked in and I saw you playing NASCAR. I really did. Well, you know what? I have to give the guy props mm-hmm. because this guy, he sat there for a week and a half trying to think of a game that he would destroy me at. Yeah, yeah. Little did he know that I'm from a redneck town and my dad loves NASCAR. (laughs) (laughs) I have watched NASCAR. I have gone to NASCAR. I have played every NASCAR game there is. uh, Chris is his first name, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I mean, he he was diehard into this. This guy shows up in a NASCAR outfit. Yeah, <laughs> he was set. Yeah. This is NASCAR for like, you know, what was it? Oh, five for the PS2 or no, something was, like uh, that. Oh, nine. It was oh, nine. Yeah, for the for PS2. PS2. Yeah. And I mean, you know, it, it's not. OK, cool. It was, it was a good NASCAR <laughs> game and everything. But an hour of NASCAR like that. Oh, at that time, it was wrong. Yeah, that yeah. was water torture. Yeah. <laughs> 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 that was that was video game waterboarding. Oh, so yeah, it was bad. But I mean, other than that, it was. I mean, I don't hate the guy because no, no, NASCAR. It was it just was, an unfortunate. Yeah, timing. it was. It was yeah, a yeah. bad timing. But you did, you did, you did stick it to him. I did. I, he he tried being nice and putting it on easy, and I was right on his ass the entire time. I like about ten minutes in, you're like, oh, by the way, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We're playing the game. We're halfway through the first race. I'm like, oh. I probably should have told you that I've played this before. <laughs> he was like, oh, we'll just bump up the, the uh, thing then. And I still finished right behind him. But uh, that's fine. It was it was a great event. Mm-hmm. Um, and and he, Ninja Entertainment is, is a fantastic place. They are awesome people. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it's a great store. If you want to save a few bucks on used video games or equipment, go there. Because they're even cheaper than the exchange. Yeah. And the service is better. Mm-hmm. You cannot be in the store for less than 45 seconds without someone asking you. Everything's not locked behind a case yeah, like it is yeah. at the exchange. I mean, it, it's so. a perfect, it, it's a great place. So, I mean, if you're looking for used video games or electronics. Mm-hmm. In German, I mean, that was the other great thing is you were playing overnight. Yeah. You know, we, we, you ran out of guests about, about 2 a.m. Uh, and, and, and they were busting out the, they're like, Let's bust out the Dreamcast, and they were playing Marvel and Capcom in the other yeah. side of the store. They, they had a marathon of Super Mario World for a while yeah. there. They, it they, was great. They spent a good three hours playing Super Mario World. Oh yeah, trying to beat it. Oh, I yeah. I could have beat it in three hours, but we <laughs> <laughs> tell tell they hadn't played it for a while. Right, but it, yeah. it was great to watch them them going through and. And I think they were asking you for tips for the hidden hidden forest and everything. <laughs> yeah. It was good. It was good. It was a lot of fun. Right. I, it, it was. It was a lot of fun. Uh, I'll, I would definitely do it again. Mm-hmm. Um, if you haven't read the blog post, go to ChachiPlays.com for a recap and six paragraphs of me thanking everyone. <laughs> uh, well, I mean, that's all I can do. Yeah. Uh, if yeah. it wasn't for Mike and Missy, the thing would have never gotten off the ground. Um, Matt and Mike stayed the entire 24 hours. Uh, all the people on the internet donating their money, some of them their time, to come down and hang out with me for an hour. 
um, Ninja Entertainment for the place, Commonwealth Press for the T-shirts. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I mean, if it wasn't for everyone else, this event wouldn't have gone. Thank anywhere. you for Ninja Entertainment for for letting us. <laughs> use you as our living room for 24 yes. hours yeah it's really it, what it felt like it was. It, we were we were pretty much just set up camp yeah right in the middle of their store <laughs> and they've invited us back next year yes yes so so excellent yeah. excellent uh, we can go on with the show now sorry sure and <laughs> hey, well, we'll have some video up we recorded all 24 hours right i, I have an we, idea for that yeah yeah i think you should just uh leave it as is if it has this. Yeah. And set it at like five Ooh, times speed. Time lapse. Yeah, just do a five, just do a I don't know how long it would be at five times. Just do a ten minute time lapse of the twenty four hours. Right. Ooh, I yeah. like that. I like that. We'll, do yeah. some hi- we'll put some highlights in there too. Right. But I mean so, yeah, just start off the video with a, a ten minute time lapse of mm-hmm. the entire event. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Actually, I, I have the uh, uh, some of the aftermath of uh, you and the Scarehouse Bunny on my blog oh, at Sartron.com. That's another high so, point. That was definitely <laughs> you playing Raving Rabbits with a Scarehouse Rabbit. That was great. Hey, you know what? That bunny is good. That bunny was good. There are some of the, some of the short or the mini games on rabbits that he was amazing at, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. I couldn't win. I think he'd been practicing. He it was had. the suggested game by Scarehouse Scott. Right. So. Hey, right. on with the show. On with the show. <laughs> well, let's get right into it through this nice rundown. I, I like this. I leave and there's organization when I come back. You're welcome. You're welcome. So, Josh, you keeping, keeping that going. Um, well, the first story... Uh, there, we don't have to go in order. We don't have to go? Well, I figured it was... Right. It, this, is just, this is just the way I did it. Okay. <coughs> I, I was hoping you guys would go through and rearrange as you wanted to, but if you want to do it in this order, we can do it in this order. Yeah, it's fine in this order. I mean, we did remember back back in the day. What show were we on? What episode? 38, 38. Yes. Remember like episodes like 1, 2, and 3 where we tried to be organized? Right. And I, I just wrote out a word in giant text in the middle of the document, and that's where that went. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's the whole concept. <laughs> uh, well, uh, well, I'm just... Just, just making sure you remember that. That's all. Um... Yeah, yeah, I remember that. I remember that. The first story, of course, the, the Mobile World Congress is it is it is this week. So there's a lot of cell phone releases, a lot of cell phone news, um, and this goes right along with the the dogs down here. If you hear the Shane, sorry about that. Um, <laughs> uh, going right along with the video games, it's the Sony Ericsson Xperia Play because right. we can't get enough words in the name of a phone. <clears throat> Um, here's, here's a shot of it here. This is the one that we've been hearing about. This is the, the PlayStation phone that we've seen. And there it is. It's a layout like the PlayStation. Uh, apparently instead of the thumb joysticks in the middle, those are two touch pads going on in the middle there. Um, and there's going to be, this is a, a PlayStation certified device. And I don't think we're entirely sure what that means. It's launching with 50 games. 50 games. Yeah. And they don't look that bad. Uh, let me see if I can find the list. Well, I mean, if, if we want to go by, like, past experiences with PlayStation that go up to, like, say, a month ago when they were rolling out more lawsuits, mm-hmm. um, I'm going to say, because it's a certified device, they're going to release it with a bunch of cool features, and then over the next two years, slowly roll those features back and sue everybody who tries to use them. <laughs> 
<laughs> well, yeah, okay, that, that that's one thing that could happen, I guess. Um, <laughs> or it could be a really cool uh, uh, platform. Uh, well, this says the phone comes preloaded with a legendary, it's even in quotes in the article, PS1 games uh, <laughs> of the undisclosed variety, as well as a bevy of popular Android games, including Asphalt 6, The Sims 3, Tetris, and uh, Sony Ericsson promises library of 50 additional titles available at launch from 20 publishing partners. Yeah. Now, they say legendary PS1 games. I mean, are we getting Crash Bandicoot, or are we getting... Final Fantasy VII. Battle Arena Tashinda, you know? <laughs> yeah. Um or, or or Jumping Flash, if we remember to the 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 first days of the PlayStation. Um <laughs> Listen, yeah, I already don't like Sony after this weekend. <laughs> <laughs> so if they release You have to explain that in a minute. I will. As, as soon as I'm finished with this point. Okay. I mean I, I don't like Sony after this weekend. Yeah. So if they release fifty crappy games from the PS1 mm-hmm. to go with this phone, that's taking Sony off my radar completely. Oh, yeah, yeah. They're not doing very good right now. <laughs> no. So the reason I don't like Sony is uh, the games are free idiots, guys. They wanted to play Little Big Planet 2 with me for their hour. And we did. And it was a fantastically fun game. So I give them props for that. However, it took 10 minutes for us to be able to play the game. Because uh, Wojciech was gracious enough to lend us his PS3. We put the game in. The PS3 had to update mm-hmm. from the mm-hmm. game. Luckily, from the game. I mean, yeah. it, 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 at least it let us do that. And then, after that painstakingly slow loading bar thing went away, mm-hmm. I had to install the game to the PS3. No options. Yeah, there, there was no choice. You had to. So, I mean, that took away 10 minutes of the hour waiting mm-hmm. for it to mm-hmm. install. So, yeah, Sony's on my crap list. Yeah, yeah. Meanwhile, I think it was Charm. I was sitting there. He's like, who thinks this is okay? Yeah. You know, who thinks this is okay to have a, a video game well, console no, like this? No, it wasn't even because of that. When mm-hmm. he was there, he came in at like 2, 3 o'clock in the morning. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, he was there late. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and there were still a few people in the store at that time. Yeah. Oh, we put in Wally. Yeah, we put in <laughs> Wally, and it said, "This is a Blu-ray. It's going to take eh, two to three minutes before your movie's going to start." Thank you. Yeah, you're a Blu-ray player. Yeah. Why would you do that? It's a bad device. I want to poop on it. Does it. Do other Blu-ray players have that loading? I don't know. I, I don't think they do. I'm on. DVD Not that players. long, as far as I know. It was only like the very early players. And they did that, and everybody's like, oh, Blu-ray will totally fail, and HD DVD is the greatest thing ever. Yeah, well. <laughs> like how that went. Yeah. Uh, mm. All right, moving on. Sorry. So, moving on. Yeah. yeah. This device is probably going to be terrible. The uh, the ad for the Xperia Play, uh, it says shipping from March. Where is March, and can I visit? <laughs> <laughs> there it is right there in that article from March. Um, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so I I don't know I I'm I'm gonna blame Japanese translation for Sony. <laughs> I just reloaded the uh, the document with all the links in it. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. I hate you, Rob. You know this is on the screen behind me, Rob. 
<laughs> you drew one. <laughs> Is it? I missed that. <laughs> okay. All right. I, I, I'm going to need to see. I, I, I never saw. I, it was always, it was on Chachi for the whole time. So Yeah, I know. I'm just leaving it there right now. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. So, uh, Windows uh, Phone 7. Yeah. It, yeah. Uh, there's some stuff about that. Yeah, it's coming out Windows with a bunch of phone. features that already exist on every other platform. <laughs> welcome Congratulations, to, Microsoft. Welcome to the party, Microsoft. Even though the multitasking they are getting, apparently everybody's saying looks like WebOS and Palm. With, uh, with their card uh, interface, uh, Twitter integration. Really? That's that's a new. That's they didn't already have any kind of Twitter integration. No. You know, yeah. um, it's and uh, IE nine will be built in uh, all coming later this year. So there you go. <laughs> Someone in the chat room <laughs> brought up the end gauge. The end gauge. <laughs> no, we're coming to that because the other big announcement is Windows Phone seven. Teaming with Nokia. <laughs> All right. Nokia, who, 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 you know, is not big here in, in America these oh, days. Rob, this they've is had their, They've had their Symbian. <laughs> Are you trying to delete them? <laughs> I'm trying to edit the document. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, <laughs> uh, well, Migo is the other one, uh, which has become apparently a franchise uh, uh, operating system. But I guess for the most part, they're going to be switching to Windows Mobile. Uh, for for Nokia devices, which the you know, so it becomes another Windows phone here in America, yep. and 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 I guess Windows gets a little bit more foothold <laughs> everywhere else, right? So, yeah, it's not gonna work. It's not gonna work. <laughs> not gonna work. <laughs> well, I mean, if you remember this, if if we go back to the the Windows Phone Seven Seven series Phone Seven ads. Uh, this is the phone that everybody's supposed to hate and never ever want to use. So yeah, things okay. like Twitter integration are a big step. That's true. I'm sorry, I'm too busy editing this document <laughs> so I can concentrate. And then going back to Sony, like you mentioned, <laughs> what? <laughs> Threw and I removed all the words, <laughs> but he drew like four more. <laughs> This oh, is yeah. why we can't be organized. This is, this, is why. <laughs> this is why we stopped being organized, Rob. This is why we can't have nice documents. Yes, and we go back to Sony. All right, <laughs> now there's no... All right, I'm going to tell you a joke. Okay, okay. okay. Uh, on Twitter, uh, Kevin Butler mm -hmm. retweeted a tweet that now, was sent Kevin to Butler is the guy from the Sony ads. Yeah, from the commercial. Who's a fictional character. Yeah, fictional character. Doesn't exist. He has his own Twitter account. <laughs> says he's the VP of placed of uh, Sony. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and it's gonna load. But he was someone uh, sent him a tweet, and yeah. he retweeted it. <laughs> and he said, uh, "Let me guess. You, you sank my battleship." He, yeah. he said, uh, <laughs> "You sank my battleship." <laughs> However, here's the joke. It was the key. Needed to soft mod the PS3, which the which Sony is suing over right now. Yes, it, it's the key that you need to enable a USB uh, flash drive mm -hmm. to soft mod 
the PS3. I mean, you know, to 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 be fair to whoever's running the Kevin Butler account, it is it does say like four six D C E A D three seventeen F E four five. Yeah. I mean it looks yeah, like Yeah, no, it does look like they're playing like, battleship. Yeah, yeah. So <laughs> so so to be fair, you know, he's who how is he supposed to know? Right. So I mean he's running the Twitter account. Chances are he's not a programmer. No, no, no. I mean Sony is lucky if the guy even uses a PC PS3. Yeah. <laughs> Cause I mean, just because you work for him doesn't mean you have to use it. Right? Sure. A- am I wrong? Sure. I I think that's right. Okay. I think that's right. So yeah. Sony's uh in the news a lot this week. <laughs> and this has been an ongoing thing because this this is you know the this is the guy. Was was the was the person that broke it because they were trying to put Linux on? I think which, yeah. which was something that you know this has been a long going story. Uh, that 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 Sony took out the ability right. and advertised the ability to put Linux on right. the, the the load other. That's exactly what function. Rob was talking about. Okay, yep. they yeah, released yep. something with a feature and then took it back and sued everyone. Yep. 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 Okay. <laughs> <laughs> that's what they do right i mean at least they're keeping busy that's yeah. good. <laughs> they, they're using their retainer yeah they are i mean well basically okay let's look at the ps3 the ps3 did not do as well as they wanted to do by any stretch so they don't have the resources to come up with something better on short notice so uh there's no such thing as bad press and they're just pushing as much press as they possibly can by pissing off as many people as they possibly can there you go there's my theory there you go i concur all go. right there you go so <laughs> it's oh, so sad Sony. too it's so sad too because oh. i mean well look at like like the psp hasn't been doing good no, now they have this, the PS3P is terrible. They have this Sony phone coming out, and it's going to you know, be terrible. It, it, it's what they're it's not... going to take you an hour to download one of these games. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I don't know for that. I don't know that for a fact, so don't quote me. Well, but, I mean, just it, if they're releasing full PlayStation games mm-hmm. to a handheld device, mm-hmm. it's going to take a while to download. We're talking PS1 games. Yeah. Now we have games kind of to that stature on say you know like ipads and iphones right you know i mean on a reliable network <laughs> well on at&t um right Sorry. well yeah yeah well you're talking about like more itunes and everything too yeah, exactly. so I mean, so th- that you... infrastructures are already there exactly you know apple has that set up you know you and but and, and, i mean we're talking about like like the old dragon slayer and seventh guest, which you know, those got to be pretty missed. Missed is, I think, of like a gig and a half, maybe. I, and so, I mean, no, the PlayStation game should be much bigger than that because right. we're talking about CD ROMs. So you take okay. Let's say this is comparable to the lowest level iPhone. Okay. How much does that hold? Eight eight gigabytes or sixteen, maybe. Okay. Sixteen on the four, yeah. yeah. Okay, so. I hope you don't want music. <laughs> well, but your device is expandable. Isn't that the one of the big things? I can just get another SIM card and load more games. Yeah. Yeah? Good luck with that. Good luck with that? <laughs> it doesn't work as advertised? No, it never does. <laughs> no, I have... That's why I never upgraded my, my SIM card. Because mm-hmm. it's... Or not my SIM card. My memory card. Mm-hmm. It's a pain. Mm-hmm. 
to tell the phone that you want to save something to the card instead of the phone. So, so that's not an advantage that you have that ability. How much, how much comes on your phone? On your G2 uh, there? 16. 16 gigabytes built yeah. in? Okay. Yeah. And you're never going to use more than that 16 gigabytes because the card situation is just so horrible. You know what? I probably wouldn't use that anyhow. Mm-hmm. I, I don't... Until you I mean, start I, downloading PlayStation Exactly. Games. <laughs> in, until I want to play Final Fantasy VII on my phone, mm-hmm. which will never mm-hmm. happen. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Because <laughs> one of the ideas of this is that this, this PlayStation Store could be available to other android phones and of course you know you're not going to have the controls like this this uh ericsson phone but you know you'll have the online or the the on-screen ability someone like the uh, psp2 yeah then that's that's the other thing the psp2 or the ngp is it yeah it's uh which which is you know a more spiffy playstation portable you know i i I don't think they, they failed with the playstation the psp go what what are you doing, Sony? Are you just doing it because you're Sony at this point? Sony has so much money <laughs> that they're just going to keep releasing crap. Yeah. Because they know that if they throw the Sony name on it, mm. people are going to buy it. I wonder, I wonder if, like, at this point, because Sony really hasn't done anything great in a long time. Mm-hmm. They used to be great. Yeah, right. back yeah. like like in the nineties, they were fantastic. With the PlayStation like, and the PlayStation Two, they they yeah. did they did the right thing. I mean, I you know I don't know who was in charge, you know, uh, of the games division then, but yeah, PS One through PS Two, they got it right. You know, they 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 said they they came out the cat out of the gate with better technology. They were, you know, they right. were like, we're going to have 3D games. There's going to be no 2D games because we're different and we're better. And you know, much to the detriment of some of the 2D fans, but that went over the Sega Saturn. But um, and and it worked. And and they beat the pants off of everybody and became a powerhouse in the gaming side. Now mm-hmm. Microsoft did the same thing. Right. You know. I, w- I wonder because I'm, I'm looking at the Sony timeline here. Mm-hmm. Uh, June of 2000. When did the PS3 come out? Oh five, oh six, yeah. Because in uh, June of oh five, Nobuyuki uh, Ide stepped down as the chairman and group CEO of Sony. There the you whole go. company. You pinpointed the downfall so of Sony. That's it. This guy right here. <laughs> so yeah, I mean, uh. that's yeah. You know what, Sony? Do me a favor. You're you're grounded. And it seems like I go mean, go back to your workshop, come up with something good, and then come out. Yeah. Stop go releasing into your crap. Hidey hole. Yes. And, no. You go yeah. to your room. You create something fantastic. Make something fancy for me, and then you can come out of your room. I mean, don't give me a handheld that takes these funky cartridges. They're not going to do that anymore. It's all going to be digital. No one wants that. No. Anyways, uh, <laughs> what I, I think we, we knew PlayStation 3 was in trouble because of this whole cell processor technology that they they kept pushing at the time, this big IBM thing, which I think IBM canned about a year into the PlayStation 3's life cycle as a product. Yeah. Uh, it was supposed to be this 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 uh, networked, distributed uh, uh, you know computer processing that they, we were going to have cell processors in our televisions, in our you know toasters, whatever. You know, in our Blu-ray players, and I don't know, maybe they are, and they're just not doing anything with it. But uh, you know, I think that was kind of the first sign that 
it was not going to go well for them. And Xbox beat them to the punch. They were cheaper, and you know the technology was good enough, which is how PlayStation 2 beat everybody else. Right. Because they were the lower-end hardware and kicked the pants off the last generation. Exactly. So. so speaking of new technology kicking the pants off of past technologies... Uh, oh, uh, yeah. That was, <laughs> that I was a stretch. It. I like it. <laughs> so... <clears throat> So the uh, the FD the per, per, the FCC has a thing called uh, the USF, which is I, the. Let me just say that I put this article in for you, Rob. Well, I I actually put it in uh, last week. Yeah, I know. Okay, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> this was really important, and nobody paid attention to it. So the USF, which I could never remember what it stands for. Yeah, is anybody else looking at the article? I'll bring it up right Universal now. Service Fund. Hey. <laughs> there we go. Okay, so basically the way it works is um, uh, telephony, traditional telephony over landline telephones and all that good stuff uh, is, is something that the FCC has taken care of for many, many decades. Uh, and they started this thing back in the day called the USF, which basically skims a little off of everybody's phone bill and puts it into a gigantic $8.7 billion fund, which is used to do, uh, it, it helps people, like, you know, uh, there are people who can't afford phones, but they need phones in, in really far off places. Uh, in the U.S., they help subsidize cheap, cheaper phone bills for those who can't afford it uh, in, in other places around the country that are just in not good straits. They try and use this money to to further it, but the thing is that the um, it was it's I mean the quote in the article is uh, from the FCC chair Julius uh, Genikowski, and it just says that it is uh, it was designed for a world that no longer exists because nobody uses landline telephones anymore. Right. Um, so do, 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 the US, USF was created for quote unquote a world with separate long local and long-distance telephone companies, a world of traditional landline telephones before cell phones or Skype, a world without the Internet. So the big problem here is there, there's this huge bucket of money that is not going anywhere, and they also are losing their ability to, to keep this money together. So the FCC, in a move that is stunning the world, the uh, world. decided... Oh, be stunned! Hold on! Quick, Chachi, be stunned. Uh, <gasps> Stunned. Be stunned. Carry stunned. <laughs> uh, they are looking. Uh, they they pr- proposed some bills uh, to take some of the money that they already have, as well as reworking the way that they get their money uh, to work with current ISPs and carriers to bring broadband to every part of the U.S. It is the big fix for the issue that we've been talking about for so long. That is not everybody has broadband. So they've actually they put out. A letter that said, "Hey, if you're an ISP and you care, send us a, a proposition. Let us know what you think, because we want to make this happen." Right. Yeah. Which means someone's gonna get big. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and this this is one of those like twenty dollars in fees that I, I I've uh, decided to skirt around by canceling my landline. I presume. Um, so, I mean, it, it's definitely, I've been, I'm, I've actually been listening to, uh, uh, Twist Triangulation lately, and they, I forgot the, the guy's name, let's see if I can bring it up here, uh, but this guy, uh, was talking about how, uh, 
you know how antiquated a lot of a lot of our uh system is and uh and and and, and what we need to do to kind of kind of wrestle uh our our these landlines and 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 infrastructure away from the companies um let's see if i can get the name of them real quick here um bob bob frankston uh, i recommend that triangulation for twit.tv um and uh it, it one one thing that kind of struck me from it was that they in about the 30s when they were coming up with the phone infrastructure they basically broke our first amendment right by saying the conversation we can have over these lines now have to be provided and distributed by these other companies so they basically sold our right to free speech to the te- what became the telephone companies at least that's how i interpret it so it's a really good lesson um and yeah it, it, this 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 could be interesting because if they, they you know are able to distribute stuff out you know for the people on the boondocks you know i, I was I didn't obama yeah. have a big thing about like we're going to provide wireless uh they're talking about 4g wireless they're trying to provide uh to certain areas was one of one of the things i've, I've heard recently in the news so. Yeah, yeah. I mean, part of his uh, his his campaign list of <coughs> things to accomplish was uh, much better uh, broadband penetration throughout the United States, <laughs> and and he has been supporting that as much as he can. But that takes cooperation of several bodies, and and uh, cooperation of the FCC is absolutely key, and money is absolutely key. And the FCC is basically saying, "Hey, we've got like these sweet savings bonds, and we'd like to use them. So let us." Um, this story wasn't in the line, mm-hmm. uh, because I just found it at the bottom of the page of that link. Okay. Are um, you sure it wasn't in the delicious document that I put in last week? I'm sure. Are you sure? No, no. The story you're talking about was, yes. Which, the one, no, the next one. What's, what's the, an, the, an, the anonymous story? No, no. That one is. The one I just found is not. Oh, I see what you're doing. Okay. Go on. And, and I, I don't, I <laughs> It's something we have to cover. Okay. I'm sorry. Okay. Whatever. Um, right. Right. Court case confirms. Mm-hmm. Now, granted, this is in the United Kingdom, mm-hmm. yeah. but it confirms that IP addresses are not people. Uh. <laughs> so all these, <laughs> all response. these, co- all these companies that are sending out all these letters saying, "You downloaded this thing, so you got to pay us because that infringes upon our copyright." Mm-hmm. And that's that. That's the thing, because they would go uh, get a batch of IPs that they pick up off of right. BitTorrent and send blind right. lawsuits out. Right, right. They can't right. do that anymore in the United Kingdom. In the Kingdom. United Kingdom, yeah. In the matter. United Kingdom, right. Uh, there's been similar cases here to it's just a matter of time to varying <laughs> effect. Like there's right. been some that some very similar victories uh, here in the states, and and you know it depends on what jurisdiction you're in, and you know what they were able to convince the judge of. Right. <laughs> so, yeah. So it, it's a slow battle and, you know, so, for, for stupid practice, it's just tying up everybody's money. Yeah. And well, the other one goes into further detail, but I'm not yeah. sure. mm-hmm. Well, the other, the other side of this is that, because the, the point that an IP address isn't a person has been something that we've, we've looked at for a long time. There's been a lot of, I mean, back in like Napster days, you know, so-and-so's grandmother got sued because Susie Joe was actually the one downloading it, but it was at grandma's house or whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it's, uh, there's, there's a lot of uh, metaphors for like traditional 
court cases that fall under the same thing, and the solution there has always been DNA because it's kind of hard to pass by DNA. So I, I kind of wonder, like, this kind of opens up the question of how long until there's an identifier on your computer that is linked to the user sitting in front of it at that given time that is information provided to the service provider? Hmm. How long before they can trace an IP address and that IP address leads to a list of users and the list of users shows, like, your name, address, and driver's license number. And to a certain point, you could be almost there, because how many laptops these days come with uh, fingerprint scanners right. for login? Oh, yeah, absolutely. So, fingerprint scanners, GPS location, it's all there. Although most of the people I know that have the fingerprint scanners on their laptops never really use them. Yeah, I did. So yeah. You did. I, yeah, I, but I, you're, you're a geek. Come I, on. I, at the library, um, when I worked there, that everyone there is issued a laptop because they don't have any desktops whatsoever. No, I'm not kidding. The the uh, the employees at the libraries uh, for the information technology section they didn't have any desktops for the actual employees, so they issued everyone uh, IBM ThinkPads, and they had the uh, the uh, fingerprint scanner on them, and I I loved playing with it. <laughs> that and I'm lazy. So, you know, if I wanted to log into my computer, I just scanned the finger. A password, yeah. Yeah, I just yeah. scanned the finger and boom, I was in. So this next story, it actually leads into a couple of different things here. Um, Unstoppable, the first Blu-ray film with Android-compatible digital copy. Wait. We've, Whoa, you're, you're skipping around. You're skip, killing me here. Yeah, we were skip. organized. What are you doing? Yeah, you yeah, skipped yeah, wait, like wait, four stories. Four stories? Yeah. Anonymous. Oh, you know, we have to I talk didn't see the Anonymous. Yeah. I'm sorry. What's going it, on with it, Anonymous? There's, it's not even a meaty story. It's no, just really entertaining. Yeah, it is. <coughs> okay. Oh, is this... So, the, okay, go, I think I know this one. Go ahead. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, so uh, you remember uh, how long ago? It was like a month, two months ago. Two months ago. So, um, Anonymous came out uh, in support of Julian Assange mm -hmm. and mm -hmm. started attacking websites that they, that they thought were anti-WikiLeaks. Yeah. So... Like when Amazon, um, I think Amazon took down some stuff by court order and that was a big deal. So Anonymous put uh, a DDoS attack together against uh, Amazon. So what happens is the FBI <laughs> hires a security firm. Security firm is called HB Gary, which I think is hilarious. Yes. <laughs> um, <laughs> let's just start with that. <laughs> this story is so, a big joke. It's just a huge joke. It is just really funny. Punch so line after punchline. <coughs> Go ahead, Rob. So, uh, <laughs> Anonymous, uh, uh, yeah, Anonymous and H.B. Gary. So H.B. Gary, they go after uh, Anonymous, uh, and they uh, target a bunch of Anonymous's quote-unquote senior members. Uh, if you know anything about Anonymous, that basically means um, there are founders of Anonymous. Anonymous isn't actually a group. Uh, so this represents just the people who call themselves anonymous, who happen to be the, the, the smarter of the bunch who really know what they're doing compared to everybody else. Right. Uh, so they picked on the wrong person. Uh, and this time, they uh, anonymous decided to fight back. But instead of just doing like a regular old DDoS attack, they did what's called a lateral attack. They found a uh, insecure web server on HB uh, Gary's federal uh, data center. And then they wandered their way across the network, and they found 60,000 confidential emails of the security firm. 
So then they got to the web server and they did the, the traditional uh, takedown defacement of the web server and everything. And they left a little a little love note on the HP Gary website that said, uh, we've seen your internal documents, all of them, and you know what we did? We laughed. Most of the information you've quote-unquote extracted is publicly available via our IRC networks. Uh, so, you know, why you can't sell this information to the FBI like you intended? Because we're going to give them away for free. And then they put all 60,000 emails up on BitTorrent. <laughs> Isn't that great? That is fantastic. <laughs> I, I read this at work, and I, I seriously spent 10 minutes laughing. Mm-hmm. Like, it, it was funny. And it still is funny. Yeah. And they used some really fantastic uh, puns. What was, what was the pun? Oh, you've angered the hive. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. You, like, you put your head in the... In the, in the, <laughs> in the you stuck uh, your head in the beehive. Yeah, yeah. The, the group warned HP Gary that it had, quote-unquote, charged into the anonymous hive, and now the company is being stung. And HP <laughs> Gary shoots back and says, well, they should have kept it themselves because now they've committed federal crime. And Ars Technical was kind enough to say, you know, somewhat, I, I just don't think anonymous cares. Right. Because <laughs> <laughs> you're doing such a good job tracking them down to begin with. Yeah. Yeah. Find yeah. me. That was def- that was definitely the fun story of the week. So yeah, yeah. So entertaining geek story of the week. <laughs> um, we we can skip this one about iTunes here. That's more just kind of pisses me off. Okay. Um, is it the one I was getting to? Or did I skip another one? Um, no, no, you're right. You're okay. Right. Uh, unstoppable first Blu-ray film uh, with an Android compatible digital copy. This is something that we've talked about for a while with Netflix. Right. Uh, where the DRM has become an issue uh, because it is an open platform with Android. And that's why you haven't had Netflix up to this point. Apparently, I didn't realize this, this digital copy situation, which, you know, those who don't know, you you pick up a Blu-ray or a, a DVD and uh, you get a code on there and you can put it on your iPhone, on your computer, so you can watch it anywhere that yeah. we allow you. Right. Uh, and all, all that kind of stuff. Exactly. So, so Unstoppable is the first one we can put on our Android device. Yes. So Chachi's going to do that. No. 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 Well, see, I'm a nerd. <laughs> so that means if I want a movie on my Android device, I'm going to put that movie on my Android device. <laughs> You're going to do it your way. Right. Uh, that, there's not going to be any DRM stopping me. Yeah. The movie companies aren't going to stop me. Mm-hmm. That movie will be on my phone if I want that movie on my phone. If you want it on your phone, you're going to take that Blu-ray or DVD and rip it yeah, and toss it on your phone. It'll be on my phone. It's not, And it's it's easier for you to do that than me to do it on my iPhone. And it's not all that hard for me to do it on my iPhone. Exactly. So there you go. So once again... And this has been a big thing. I, I mean, a lot of my Netflix DVDs get this ad about the digital copies. Like, oh, the kids can watch it on wherever and all this stuff. Mm-hmm. And it's just like, really? Is anybody using this? It, no. I mean, this is, this is like... Well, a- well I, I mean, the question is, because, like, I know how to do this. You know how to do this. And Chachi knows how to do this. But is the but, person... Uh, Gonna gonna be like okay, I have my copy of Wolverine, and because I believe it was one that I picked up that had the stupid digital copy. Because I have I have a few of these DVDs. I've never tried it, never tried it because I don't want to bother. 
<laughs> really. And I, and sometimes they give you a whole separate disc yeah. with the file on yeah. it. <laughs> really? They're wasting plastic. Go yeah, ahead. Yeah, they're like, oh, I bought the two disc edition. That second disc is a digital copy. Really? But yeah. anyway, sorry, Rob. It's, it, it, no, no. It's just, it's it's just the whole thing is kind of mind boggling because like the the argument that they would play is that like well only geeks know how to do this stuff and that's illegal anyway. Uh, this is really like the MPAA hanging on by a thread. Is it really and, still illegal though? It is technically. Well, yeah, I mean, it is they, technically they do away illegal. With the whole you're allowed to back up your yeah goods. Oh yeah, you're allowed to back it up, but you're not you're still not allowed to break the copyright. By breaking yeah. that copyright, by ri- take the stripping the copyright, the the the, the, the <laughs> I'm not. I'm not yeah, by yeah. by circumventing the copy yeah. protection on the disc, you are breaking a law. Yeah, yeah. By sticking it in there and booting up Fairmount, I'm breaking the law. Exactly. Even though it was really easy for me to do it because their copy protection wasn't that great at this point, and they haven't updated it in years. But it's ridiculous. I mean, seriously. When I, when I got the G1, mm-hmm. the first thing I did was put two movies on my phone. Mm-hmm. I put Clerks and Basketball. Yeah. And how did how did you get those movies, Chachi? Uh, I can't mm-hmm. discuss that here. <laughs> There's discs that you own. Yeah. I, yes. I, I mean, I own the movies. Yeah. So, I ripped it. Yeah. I converted right. it to a file that was good for my phone, mm-hmm. and I dragged and dropped. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hello? It should be that simple. It's just one of those things. It's yeah. it's the it's the content ownership battle that is going to go on for another decade. Which yeah. is okay. So I bought this thing, so I own it, right? No, you own a copy of it. Oh, what does that mean? Oh, well, that means you can only use it in this way and that way. And I mean, like as a content creator. So, Mike, let's say you shoot a video of uh, a pigeon uh, being attacked by a falcon, just because it's in my head. Okay. Uh, <laughs> okay. Okay. Sure. Okay. Sure. Okay. Sure. You're with me, right? I- I'm so, along for this ride. Let's let's do right. this. <laughs> so you have this video, mm-hmm. and you uh, post it online, and you use a traditional copyright. You don't go with Creative Commons. So okay. Okay. that means I own it. Okay. Right. 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 This, so that means my Falcon Death video. It is your Falcon Death video. Yeah. So yeah. somebody comes to you and says, "Hey, I want to use your video." Uh huh. Right. They say, uh, I'm making a video. It is a uh, commercial for falconry and uh, I want to use it and I'm going to give you 20 bucks to do so. And you're cool with that. So you give them a little document. You say, yeah, I give you approved usage of X, Y, and Z. And and they go about and, and use your video. Now, let's say that that same person or firm that you signed that video over to they take that same footage and stick it in a $4 million blockbuster movie and don't pay you another dime. How do you feel about that? How do you feel about that? How do I feel about that? You, do you feel ripped off? I feel ripped off. I feel and that's ripped the off. situation that the MPAA and everybody else feels when you buy a DVD and then you make a copy of it and use it for something else. There you go. It's it's an incredibly fine line, and I hate to make that argument. I really do, but mm-hmm. as a mm-hmm. content producer, I have to at least present it. In, in their mind, they're they're selling you the, the license to watch that movie on the device that they sold, you know, on the format right. they sold it to you for. Exactly, you know? and and by copying it or moving it or doing anything, mm-hmm. it's the equivalent to you selling that 
pigeon death video it's just like, and somebody it, it, something else. It's like it's like music, you know. Uh, in the in the RIAA's mind, they they sold you a CD to listen yep. to on, in a CD player. They sold you a right. record to 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 listen to on a record player, you know. Uh, and now they're they have to sell you the digital copy to listen to all those digital places, you know. So there you go. Uh, and it's you know they're trying to hold on to to what they have. Maybe you should change my title from professional gamer to internet criminal. <laughs> I think we would all get that title. Let's be honest. Yeah, yeah, you know. Because listen, so. I'm not about to change my ways. Because what I'm doing is not wrong, and that's the problem. Well, and, and it's not perceived as wrong. I'm and, not, and 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 Mike makes a very good point. As long as you're not making a profit from it, no mm-hmm. harm, yep. no foul. Yeah, oh, it's, it's rough. It's going to come down to the average consumer who doesn't care uh, right. that the, it is available this way or that way. They they care whether it's available the way they want to watch it, and when yeah. it's not going, it's not easily available in that they're going to find a way. Right? Yeah, it's you know? it's all about content presentation control. If you if you want to make that an acronym, uh, C PC. Yeah, I just came up with that one. Nice. So, <laughs> We're creating words here. I'm going nuts. <laughs> so, like, if I, I, you know, I'm a photographer. Say I take uh, a photograph and I sell, or I, I, I put all my stuff up on Creative Commons. If somebody says, hey, I want to take your photo and use it, and I say, okay, that's totally fine, provided that you do X, Y, and Z. Mm-hmm. Uh, there are certain things that I do where I might say, you can use this, but you're not allowed to alter it in any way. Why do I feel that way? Because it's my creation, and I feel that like right, that's if it's going art. to be presented, I want it to be my shtick. Yeah, you know? your yeah. art. Right. But if you, if you negate that and you change it into something else, if you change the format, you resize it, you crop it, you do anything... You just kind of like stepped on my stepped on my on my stuff, and that's not cool. I hate that I can make a counter argument to the whole DVD copying thing. <laughs> oh yeah, the only yeah. reason you're able to do that is a because you're well educated in it, and b <laughs> you deal with this on a daily basis. Yeah, I do. I absolutely do. I mean, I just shot hey pudding wrestling. If you haven't seen my Flickr account, you need to check it out. <laughs> oh, I'm heading tonight, <laughs> sir. But yeah, I mean, uh, <coughs> you still deal with this on a daily basis with your own photography. Yeah. So I I understand completely why you're able to make a counter argument. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's why for someone like you, I'm not gonna mess with your your art. <laughs> like I'm gonna follow yeah. your rules completely. A, because it's under the Creative Commons copyright. And B, I like you. <laughs> oh, that's well. I mean, I like. So you. you're saying if you like the movie companies, right? If that's really that is really what it comes down right. to is that we have such a disconnected taste in our mouth mm-hmm. to the the uh, the companies that produce these movies, the people involved with them. Mm-hmm. Like people see movies and all they see is gigantic dollar signs and ridiculous budgets and like so and, much waste and, and excess and that Hollywood is famous for. And the way that they treat their customers, you know, when, right, I, pop the in a, when I pop in a DVD or I watch a, a movie in the theater and they automatically, you know, it's, you know, talk to you like you're a criminal. I mean, that really colors how you are like, oh, that's how what they think of me. So uh, I guess I'm not going to worry about how I get this movie. Right. If I sit yeah. down to watch a movie 
and the first thing I see is copying of this uh, presentation yeah. is punishable by a blah 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 fine and blah 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 years in prison. Really? Yeah. I just spent money in one way or another to watch your movie, and you're gonna lecture me for. 45 seconds before I start that. Or on the recent DVDs I've gotten from Netflix, there's the FBI warning, and then there's another warning, and then there's another warning, and there's another warning in Spanish, and then yep. another warning in Spanish. Okay, you're not going to lecture me for over two minutes in two different languages <laughs> and expect me to respect your property. property. Yeah. yeah. I'm going to take I mean, that, and I'm going to use it however I feel I need to. Yeah, it's just it's the the business they're in makes it rough for them to develop uh, like a positive relationship with a consumer. So compare, uh, say, uh, uh, Fox to Zappos. Okay, Zappos is easy. Somebody goes on Twitter and they say, "I'm looking for a shoe and I can't find one," and then Zappos' incredible customer service attacks them like a banshee and <laughs> and makes their life like full of unicorns and Just butterflies rainbow that they attack it in a good way in a good way in a very good way yeah. mm-hmm. it, it's, uh, it's not a negative yeah. thing uh, zappos at attacks you with kindness when they they do attack you with kindness so that's easy for them so in the movie like what is the translation of that to the movie experience because what's happening is every company that is becoming like uh, you know PR savvy these days. They understand the the importance of um, of transparency is the big word, right? So transparency in the U.S. government, so you understand more of what's going on. And why is transparency important? Because the more you know about something, the more you trust it, and the more you're okay with it. So like if you like Chachi, the reason that you would respect my copyright is because you know me and you get warm fuzzies when you think about. Right. Right. And, and right. That's what, you know, I mean, we've known Rob for a while. All right. We know Rob. We know Rob's a good person. Yeah. We get along with Rob. We respect the work that Rob does. If we did work that was comparable to Rob, I'm respecting his, I'm expecting Rob's work right here. There you go. Yeah. But there I mean, no, no, wrestling. seriously. If Are you looking at what I think you're looking at? Yes, I am. Yeah. But um, no, seriously, if uh, if we did work that deserved a copyright comparable to what Rob does, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I currently don't do that. Well, we do this under Creative Commons here, right? So. It, because of the relationship we have, we feel that Rob would respect us the same way, right? Because we don't poop on him anytime he goes to use our product. Right, right. It's that familiarity that makes you feel comfortable. And it's right. like, I really wish I could come up with a solution for the big film companies, but no, there is no can't. warm, fuzzy, friendly feeling that you get from them. And it's it's a PR nightmare to represent that. Exactly. There's nothing that any of us can come up with that is un- that is able to undo everything that they've done over the past two decades. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Huh. They've dug themselves in a hole that no one is going to help them out of. Yeah, and and the other problem is because of how costly movies are. Like the easy solution for most content producing companies when they dig themselves into this hole is they give things away. Right. Nobody's going to give away a four million dollar movie. Well, I mean, they could. They could. Some do. Michael Moore gave away his Slacker Uprising. Right. So yeah, yeah, it's yeah. Happening well, that was some that was, venues. 
What's that? That was kind of low budget, wasn't it? Oh yeah, well, a, Michael Moore movie comparison. <laughs> What's that? I mean, Michael Moore uh, movies are low budget. Yeah, it's yeah, him in a yeah. camera. A documentary in general would be. Yeah, yeah. But I mean, it is possible to give something away. Yeah, we know that. Uh, they could release a movie to give away mm-hmm. if they wanted to. Mm-hmm. Because I mean, let's let's think about this. Kevin Smith made Clerks. Yeah. For twenty eight thousand dollars. Yeah. He didn't give it away. No, because that was all credit card debt. Right, right, <laughs> right. And I I understand why he didn't give it away. Yeah. All right. But that just goes to prove that you don't need a four million dollar budget to make a movie. Yep. Hmm. That movie's a classic now. I don't, think it, I don't think I even took that much for him to make the new one. Right. Red State. Right. So, I, you can make a movie that you can give away. They just don't want to. That's all That's all there is to it. Well, it's also, the thing is, like, uh, Clerks is a certain audience. It is a classic, but that, a classic, like, no, things that become cult classics, you know, when they hit the box office, which is where movies make their money, movies make their money in the first week. After that, it's all... Forget about it. Like yeah. DVD sales is not actual income for movies. Right. Um, so movies like like if you were to release a movie like Clerks in theaters right now, I guarantee there would be five people in that theater. No, you're right. Even mm-hmm. for. But it can, um. You, go ahead. Uh, oh, but like you can you compare that to uh, to uh, oh what's what was that movie in South Africa with the prawns? District Nine. Yeah, you compare that to the budget of District 9, and people went out to salivate at that movie, regardless of what the story was like or how well shot it was, just because it looked phenomenal. But that costs a lot of money. You can't give District 9 away, and District 9 is the KFC to the general public. (laughs) Dropping metaphors like what? (laughs) Wow. Alright, you you know, you're completely correct. And I don't have an argument to come back. To. Well, I think on that point <laughs> we need to move. We need to move on to our last story. All right, moving. I think industry. this is a conversation we're going to be having for for weeks to come. All right, moving. So, uh, so, so let's take a moment before we go here on the awesome gas to welcome our new robot overlords. Uh, Watson uh, yes. has been on Jeopardy this week, of course. Computers. Uh, we were even watching a little bit Love of it you. at the beginning of the show uh, here in the background. Um, and he was doing pretty good last we saw. Yeah, he turned it up a notch from yesterday. <laughs> uh, and, alright, listen, I for one welcome this. I, this is <laughs> this is groundbreaking stuff. Like, this is going to put us into a place, or is leading us to a place in the future, that is phenomenal. Mm-hmm. Because if you don't know what Watson is, you probably shouldn't be listening to the show. Not to be mean, I'm just saying. Oh, you mean the uh, the error reporting software circa Windows 3.1? <laughs> no. Yes, exactly. <laughs> uh, and Mad Mike is afraid of the robots. He just said that he hopes the robots kill me first. But, alright, so IBM built this computer. Imagine that IBM built a computer, mm-hmm. right? Uh, this computer is playing Jeopardy. 
Now, you can program any computer to answer trivia questions. That's nothing nowadays. But Jeopardy, Jeopardy isn't just another trivia show. They have wordplay, puns, nuances that computers used to not be able to pick up until Watson. And not only did Watson pick up on this, the last we noticed, he was up 35,000 to 5,000 was the closest person next to him. And they gave the thing a sense of humor. Mm-hmm. Uh, in the second round, he hit a daily daily double, mm-hmm. and he bet 6,435. Because that's what he felt was good enough to uh, wager on this question. And I'm sure there's some sort of odds in there <laughs> yeah. somewhere. Yeah, I mean... That's... And they set it up to have a voice and a little avatar, and... Yeah, it, it, it's amazing. Uh, it said Mad Mike in the chat saying that that Mad, that Watson actually deduced where the daily doubles were. Yes. So, I yeah, wow. I along with Mike, here at the Awesome Cast Robots, welcome. <laughs> kill, <laughs> kill Mad Mike first. Um, I'll be your flesh slave. Yeah. Tell me what you want. There you go. You need someone to change your batteries? I'll do it. Rob, what do you think? Uh, I'm okay with it. I'm only worried if he starts uh, replicating. <laughs> that, then we're in trouble. Right. Smart robots are cool, but when smart robots create smart robots, we are screwed. <laughs> That's true. But Hopefully, I, think, I oh, think we're a long ways off from that. I don't know. Probably sooner than you think. I, I mean, this is this is. You gotta think. This is what we're seeing in public from IBM. Yeah. Right. How yeah. long have they had Watson? How long have they been working on Watson? What's the can thing? Watson predict a Super Bowl? Can Watson predict every major league sports game ever? Probably not. I don't know. I mean, I'd, I'd say ability. he could do it. If Madden can predict the Super Bowl, I think Watson <laughs> can predict the Super Bowl. There you go. We hook up. We hook up. Listen, uh, I'm not going to argue the on. fact that this computer is smarter than John Madden. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> that doesn't surprise we me. Hook up you know, Chachi Madden is not John Madden's brain on a no, disc. No, uh, we hook up some Watson to some Madden 2012 next year and yes. see what happens. Yes, know? that's what I say. Maybe we just solved the problem for the uh, football strike. Yeah, how about that? Probably. Well, I mean, and you also consider that uh, there are currently programs that exist that can create new programs. There are programs that self-replicate. And then you you also have things like the uh, uh, oh what's it called? Uh, it's right on the tip of my tongue. Ah, it's a MakerBot and it builds itself. Uh, we're scaring Mad Mike even I think more it's, now. Yeah, it is. Isn't it the MakerBot or the? Uh, oh, uh, was that CES? There's, there's a name for it. Uh, it's a certain ma- ma- mer- What the heck is it called? Mm. Can't. Is it by Amen. MakerBot? Is it As, like I feel like that's part of the equation you're looking for? It's, it's a rep, rap, <laughs> rep, rap, Mendel, Mendel. That's what it's called, a Mendel. A Mendel. Uh, yeah, rep, rap, Mendels are rapid prototyping machines that are built to be. They are built to be rapid prototyping machines and create rapid prototyping machines. It's built out of rapid prototype parts. So it's self-replicating, but it can't self-assemble. 
So we're one step away from machines that can self-replicate themselves entirely. Oh. <laughs> yeah, how about that? Little nugget of truth. The with them. nuts over this. <laughs> yeah. so, Decepticon uh, T-1000! <laughs> we, we, we scared the internet. There you go. Oh, the internet's been scared. I've been I, scared. I'm sorry. Yeah, the internet's been scared by us. I, I'm a nerd. Mm-hmm. This is exciting stuff. I am mm-hmm. not afraid mm-hmm. of it. Yeah. I'm, I want more. Mm-hmm. I want to know what else IBM has behind those doors. Wait well, you know what, Chachi? That's a shame because you're going to have to wait until next week. I know. That's uh, right. It's time to go. That's right. We'll see what they have in store for Wheel of Fortune. All right, guys. This has been your awesome <laughs> cast. Chachi, what do you got? We're going to get back to Chachi Says in the regular, the regular stuff from you, right? Yeah, and I'm working on some new stuff. Working on some new stuff. You got a new project coming up. Yeah. So. So something something will last you until Chachi plays next year. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, hey, check out the baristas this week. Yes. Oh uh, yeah. Yeah, there's that. I'm a nerd consultant on it. Yes, you are. So yeah. It's about D and D. Yeah. And it may be better than the D and D episode of Community. It is. It is. Yeah. I I just watched that the other night. That was pretty great. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But uh, yeah. Uh, Baristas.com. Baristas.com. Baristas.com, yeah. yes. So check that out. Episode 3. Yeah, you'll love it. It's fantastic. That's right. But, uh, yeah. Rob, Excellent. what do you guys yep. going on? Uh, well, uh, as I mentioned, there's the uh, the pudding wrestling photos. Oh, yes, there <laughs> yeah. are, right there. That's a yeah, lot you, of pudding. You can go to uh, pictures.robjdlc.com, and that'll point you to my Flickr page and show you all the, the pudding fantasticness. Um, I was I was rooting for Praying Mantis, uh, I'm going to say. Uh, I was also rooting for... Um, uh, 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 wow, I'm terrible with names today. Just just completely awful. It's okay. There was, there was a lovely girl with a rifle. Oh, yeah? A lovely girl with, with a rifle. And I'm 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 digging to the name because it's Ali Ali Oxenblood. There it is. <laughs> it yeah. Like so I, I was reading. I, I was reading for uh, Ali Ali Oxenblood and, and Praying Mantis. Uh, unfortunately, surprise contender showed up in one of the final rounds from last year. Erica uh, Astra and kicked some serious butt, and it was fantastic. Not nearly as much pudding as there was last year, but it was fantastic. <laughs> Tremendous, tremendous, fantastic, Sorg, excellent. What do you got going on? Uh, go to sorgatron.com. I think I'm going to be putting some stuff up, uh, some pictures and stuff from this past weekend. I got lots of pictures of, of Chachi. Well, I mean, of course, we're going to have the videos, and finally, I'm going to get to uh, this week uh, the Tunesium uh, interview with uh, Doug Bradley, Pinhead from Hellraiser, uh, and all that. Go over to you know uh, uh, carboncopysquared.com. Lengo has has pretty much a synopsis comic from our night at Toonzium. Uh And, of course, this great stuff with uh, Chachi Plays and everything uh, over there. Uh, so I want to give a shout-out to him on that. And uh, and, and keep at it, SorgatronMedia.com. We're going to have a lot of fun stuff up there coming up. Um, and, you know, Chachi Plays is just the beginning. Right. Yeah. A lot of good stuff. So I'm Sorg for Rob and Chachi. You have been our awesome audience. Hop in the chat room tonight. We'll see you guys next week. Yeah.